is Jennifer at No Label Brewery, and you're listening to Drink of Ages Radio Show with John Denman. Come out to No Label seven days a week and join us for some badass beers on tap. Don't forget to visit our website at nolabelbrew.com for all events happening at our brewery. Hope to see you soon. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Hi, everybody. This is Drink of Ages radio show. I'm John Denman, your host, DJ Muscratch. We're hanging out at Drink of Ages Pub, drinking some pretty fantastic beers from our guests tonight from Ingenious Brewing Company. We have Mike Broderick, Justin Giorfi, and James Mundy hanging out. I uh, hope everybody's doing some fun stuff tonight. Enjoy a little bit of sunshine this week to just get back into the crappy weather. Uh, but I've, I've just learned that regardless if it's sunshine, I can drink a beer. If it's cloudy, I can drink a beer. If it's raining, I can drink a beer. So there's pretty much not a time that beer uh, doesn't work. Just like we we're talking about just in the you know, before we started, just like jobs. What jobs out there that you're like, you know what? I guess there's probably some counselors of some sort that you probably don't want to be sitting around drinking beer. But I, uh, not, I, don't, I think that could help you out quite yeah. a bit. Um, it could give you some insight. You know, if you're counseling people, you need some insight. So I'm as a little many, alcohol definitely gets you going. And you know, I'm a, I'm a physician by, by trade, and one of my best friends who I grew up in the beer community with is a drug and alcohol counselor, and, and he, he would go hard. I mean, he would, he, would, he would go hard. So we had an agreement. It's like, well, you're a physician. Well, you're a drug and alcohol counselor. If ever one of us got too hard, too out of control, then we would go, okay, you got a problem. So it was kind of like a... A situation. You're checking each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Checking balances. But, but if you're if you're both climbing the same mountain, is there <laughs> who's 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 the one that says, "Oh, you're going too high, buddy." Well, that's 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 one issue. You know, maybe we need <laughs> we need a third friend. <laughs> that's usually when the spouses step in and the wives go, "Hey, it's been like four days, guys. Enough's enough. Put your pants on." Oh, you guys. One year anniversary coming up. Yeah, uh, that's that's actually really exciting. It is. It's very exciting. I know there wasn't like a good leeway into that. Just no, <laughs> it just popped in my head. It's like man, a full year of uh, sitting up there in Humble making making beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So especially pertinent today, uh, the tickets for our one year anniversary, which is taking place March twenty third. Uh, went on sale today, and they sold out extremely quick, much quicker than we had anticipated. Uh, so it is exciting because people are excited, and they came out in droves to get tickets via the interwebs on the Eventbrite, which is which is fantastic, and we appreciate all the support, obviously. Overwhelmed in some ways, but uh, scary in some other ways, in the sense that you know we just started this months ago, and... Uh, are excited to bring beer and excited to do what we do uh, and to see like a, a a rabid response it's uh it's pretty cool it's pretty cool but yeah 
anytime things sell out, you get the the. Well, not only not only sell out because you know, I do a golf tournament and it'll sell out, but it doesn't sell out in minutes. If if that ever happened, I'd be just, it's like uh, just. Just, it was had it not been expected, and you're like, all right, guys, let's go and get the tickets. We're going to put them on sale at this time. All right, we're sold out. Now what do we do? That, that's <laughs> pretty much how it worked out today, too. So a little, little, uh, little odd. It, it, like it's, on one hand, you're like, oh, that was really cool. You know, people came out and, and, and supported us. And the other end, it's like, man, a lot of good friends, personal friends, that people I know in 20 years, texted me five minutes after they went on sale going, hey, your tickets are sold out. How are you going to get me one? And I have to go, well, uh, we're limited by the resources. I, I can't sneak I just, people in. Yeah, I just told people, you can have my ticket, but you have to do what I was going to do when I'm there. <laughs> so you have to make sure you're running around, selling beer, loading kegs, and doing all the other stuff. All right? So. Kissing babies. Yeah. Oh, oh of course. You know me. You know me. Eating babies. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Little Froyo on top. That's it. That's it. That's, that's uh, no, it is impressive. And I'm, I'm sitting there the same, you know, it's like, wow, man, it's going to be great. I'm going to come hang out at the anniversary party. And it's all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow. I'm going to be driving by honking my horn. <laughs> Congrats, guys. At the parking lot before, you won't be able to do that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> old Humble Road. Text message. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be blocked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it'll be. So. Oh. No, that is pretty awesome. Uh, well, what you you guys have done for the market over the last year has been, I mean, it's, it's I'm sure it's very rewarding to be noticed like this. Yeah, uh, to have so many people like coming to like, hey, we're gonna come help you celebrate your one year anniversary, because uh, it's uh, you guys are doing a lot of different stuff that no other brewery is really making or doing, and yeah. so it was. It's one of those when it's like, all right, let's just see, you know, they think there's a market for it. Let's see what happens. Right. And the next thing you know, there is a market for it. Yeah. And I think we did, what did you say, 300 beers in the first year? Uh, yeah. With it by before the 23rd, we'll have a release 300 different beers. So I think starting out small, starting out the way that we did gave us that opportunity to, uh, to really test a lot of things in the market, John, you know? I mean, we really put a bunch of stuff out there, so... Um, but I, you can see that it, I think it's helped the overall Houston picture because I think people that have seen us and seen stuff that we've done, I think it helps other people push and test their limits too. So I think it's, I think it's a good thing for the beer community as a whole. So I've been happy with the way things have gone for us and how it's kind of pushed things all around. So oh, any, anytime, anytime somebody does something different and steps out of the boundaries, you know, and instead of just doing the, the everyday thing, uh, it's, it's. It's good to see a good response from that. It's the Eureka Heights. You know, they're like, hey, we're going to open up with low ABV beers. It's like, well, hold on a minute. Wait, that's never going to work. <laughs> Who wants to drink a 5% beer? And it's like, apparently a lot of people do. And yeah, they I was going to say, really I would, I'll, I'll drink a low ABV beer. Yeah, and, so. and, they've, and you see what Eureka Heights have done. I mean, they've done really well. Uh, with the solid beer, you know, it's such a... Just like I guess it's just a climate of today's world. You know, this, everybody has to either be for or against. They can't be just. Oh yeah, that's fine. Well, yeah, if you feel like doing it, that's cool. Right. So this, uh, the uh, lactose beers, the hazy IPAs. For some reason, those have just been like lumped together as, as either you love them or you hate them. And it's uh, sit there and I, yeah, I, I try not to read too many of the like, of the 
Facebook posts and stuff like that because they just get a little bit ridiculous and one-sided. And then for the people that are just out there going, you know, this is dumb, this is whatever. It's like, man, everything at one point was dumb. And right. yeah, Well, that's why you got to be like me, John. I don't do any social media, so I don't, I don't hear any of it. But. Oh, man, I wish <laughs> I wish I could. Every once in a while, I just like turn it off, and it's like, oh, but wait, how am I going to promote hot free hot dogs at Drink of Ages? Yeah, you got to <laughs> do that on social media. Well, you got to get yourself a Justin. That's what it is. He can take care of that. Yeah, you, yeah, you know? exactly. I get, I got to do all the, all the glamorous work. I got to hear all, hear all the complaining and. Uh, but I get to hear all the praise too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I I only Mike Mike is like Donald Trump. He only wants to hear the good stuff. So I go, <laughs> Mike, good news, the tickets sold out. And I don't, I say hey, five minutes, tickets sold out. I don't tell him the four hours of damage control I did and all the people that uh, were not happy with that. That's the first time I've been compared to Donald Trump. Yeah, his small hands. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I think that uh, segue that one, John. Go yeah, there, there, you go, there, there you go. I was gonna make a Monday joke, and then I figured, nope, he heard that one. So oh. it's it's uh, moving on. Moving on. Yeah, it was. Uh, I had one, but it was like, nah, that was that was too easy uh, for uh, our buddy James Monday over here. So hanging out with Ingenious Brewery right here at Drink of Ages Pub. One year anniversary coming up. Uh, yeah, if, if you've listened to the show, they've been on several times now, and you know, we've discussed all the hardships and the problems they had in the initial to finally get up and running and making beer. So, so now that that you've got the first year under you, and you're like, all right, we've been in business. We have a tap room. We have people showing up. We have lines out the door. Uh, we're getting our beer shipped out all over the world and traded for. It's become a high commodity. Well, what's the game plan for year two? Because you know you got to kind of step it up a little bit. Well, we're, we're looking at it. Obviously, we're still expanding, so but we we're trying to look to get some stuff together so that we could get a little more distribution out for a lot of folks too to all the bars and then through the Houston area. We get to distribute some up in Dallas and even a little in San Antonio and Austin's been uh, inquiring about some stuff too. So uh, right now with the production levels that we have, we've only been able to really to just serve the tap room and a couple of the original counts, like with you, John, we had come in when we were, before we even opened our doors. So we tried to make sure we service the, those folks that have helped us out to really get us jump started in the market here. But uh, we'd like to be able to expand it a little bit more. And that's, that's really what we're, I think we're going to be working on more in the second year to start uh, right away. I mean, I, we're already, Got some stuff on order, some other tanks on order. So that's that's really what we're we're trying to work on. But as far as different beers and other things like that, we always have ideas all the time. Like so, it's it's like funny. We bounce stuff off of each other, but we don't right now. We don't have the capacity to do some of the stuff that we want to do. So hopefully that that'll kind of change a little bit more. So we'll always get the chance to really push the envelope on some things. It's crazy to think where we were one year ago. I mean, in some ways, it seems like this is our fifth year. Uh, anniversary. Uh, it's amazing the capacity we had one year ago and now we're over 10 times the volume that we were producing and we're still not keeping up even close with demand. So It's a great problem to have. It's a good I mean, problem to have, but it's I'd a problem. And, and we're constantly trying to problem solve 
Okay, well, you got to look for the best way to get the most beer for your buck as far as increasing capacity. You know, do you buy more more tanks? Do you get another brew pub? Do you open a retail space somewhere else and distribute yourselves? There's, there's all kinds of moving parts, and, and we're actively pursuing many of these. Uh, but it's just it's the, the field is changing so quick, and when you produce 300 beers, that's, you know, that's our... That's where most of our resources go to is what's going to come out next Wednesday that makes all the fans happy. They want to come out and drink a beer. At the same time, also try to work on growth. So it's a uh, you got to put your resources. You got to pick one of the two. We only have you only have so much time to work on various things. So it's a it's a definitely. It's, it's like playing Sim City back in the day. You only have so much resources. You're like, it's so easy. Just build a city. No big deal. Oh, crap. The people aren't happy because the plumbing's bad. I'll fix the plumbing. Oh, the electric's out. Ah. Uh, you take from one, you get burned by the other. It's, it's, it's very fascinating, but, but a very fun challenge. It's a lot of work. That's what it is. It's a lot of hours, a uh, whole lot of hours. So when you say, you know, that, yeah, it's only been one year, it seems like it's been a lot more. That's because you've honestly put in like 120 hour work weeks to every so at the end of it you actually have probably worked a five year <laughs> five years in one year in one year i like that uh, i like that it's probably Paul. so it's it's you, you slept less and but you worked a whole lot more so now james is going to expect overtime pay james you're not giving overtime <laughs> no, no overtime you should have signed that contract when you did <laughs> i don't <laughs> Uh, take a break, grab a couple more pints of some ingenious brews, and you're listening to Drink of Ages here on ESPN 97.5. We'll be right back. If you guys need anything like some shirts, some merch, some stickers, uh, from koozies to any of that stuff, whether you're a brewery, a distillery, or yeah, you just have a business you want to get started and get your brand out there, man, you need to talk to my buddy Rodney Campbell over at Cask Branding. He can take care of you with your glassware. Your, I mean, like I said, he makes all of our shirts here at Drink of Ages. He does a lot of stuff for a lot of people around Houston. So reach out for caskbranding.com, Rodney Campbell, and tell him that you heard on Drink of Ages, and, man, he'll take care of you. And it is that time of year, and if you're looking for somebody to take care of your taxes, uh, especially your business taxes, and you need to talk to my friend Sam Sabawi. He not only takes care of payroll, your bookkeeping, but he will file all your business taxes. And if you ever get in trouble, that guy's going to be there in court with you to take care of any issues you have. Sam Sabawi, man, you need to check him out at samsabawi.com. He has locations in Houston, Pearland, and California. You just happen to be out there. But look up samsabawi.com and have him take care of your tax situation. Welcome back to Drink of Ages Radio Show. Hanging out at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive. Uh, actually, drinking 
drinking beers that you're only going to find at the one-year anniversary party if you got tickets. Uh, if you happen to get some of those tickets over at Ingenious, uh, Mike Broderick, Justin Giorfi, and James Mundy is hanging out here at the pub with us for this week's show. DJ Muskratch over there, he's saying some good... Yeah, I mean you're you're already you're almost there already, Muskratch. And then all of a sudden the the twelve percent ABV, the twelve point two percent ABV that goes along with this beer. Uh, we're gonna have Muskratch over here mumbling a bunch of stuff here shortly. <laughs> Good thing he doesn't have our microphone too close. So I, I actually we we talked about it. I was like, man, why don't you just mic yourself up? <laughs> Auto tune him somehow. Some, some put a little. Yeah, that's what what we need to add muskrats to our show is is uh, your turntables. So then when it's like, so then we're drinking some waka 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 IPA, and you can do a little scratching in there. That's game changers. As the segments go on, there's a lot more scratching. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, "Didn't I just hear that?" Oh well, yeah. one year anniversary party. Yep. So we're trying one of the beers that'll be coming out on the one year anniversary party here. This is our strawberry cheesecake bourbon barrel aged stout. And this is the this is the bottle that's included with the VIP ticket. Um, a twelve point two percent bourbon barrel aged stout that was aged in Colorado bourbon goodness. Uh, I feel like I can't say Stranaham, even that's what it was aging because when they sold me the barrels, they like rhymes with Bramaham. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I can say that or not, but it was aged in Stranaham barrels. So there's that. Um, first time using those particular barrels, and it it came out it came out awesome. The, in fact, we we used uh, quite a few Colorado barrels this last go around, and they were surprisingly fantastic. Uh, we put them up against some Four Roses and some Woodford. Four Roses held its own. Woodford was a little... Uh, I didn't think it came out quite as well, but it yeah. uh, just goes to show that all the barrels, every single barrel we do, is, uh, we try to get a different, unique bourbon, and they all have their own uh, uniqueness to them. They it's all pick cool. up just yeah, little different strange. characteristics from that barrel, each Absolutely. one. yeah. Which makes you, you kind of appreciate what they're doing as well, you know, because they're not just throwing spirits in a barrel and going, oh, this is, this is some bourbon, and it tastes like they all taste alike. This is true. This is true. So this particular one, uh, to get the strawberry cheesecake, real strawberries, real cheesecake bits, graham crackers, boom. Uh, there you have it. There you have it. That's, that's the recipe. But it's uh, it, it is, came out came out quite good. I'm it is definitely it. A dessert in a glass and with bourbon. So it, it it works out real well. This is this is really getting very smooth. Yeah, well, it was a little chilly. I think it needs to warm up a little bit too. So, well, as it warms up, I've, I've, yeah, you probably get more of those bourbon and bready characteristics come out. Yeah, it's right now that fruit's in there, that fruit and that sweetness. It's one of those beers. Every time, you know, we obviously do a lot of quality control to make sure that everything tastes where we want it. Um, we'll drink this beer five times over the course of a week. And every time we drink it, it's slightly different. And, and the only thing, the, the biggest factor, and, and this is a unique thing because I don't think a lot of people know this. The biggest factor for how a beer tastes is what you had directly in front of that. 
So if you eat a donut and drink a beer, that beer, all the sweetness in that beer is going to be killed. And all you're going to get is the bitter and imperfection aspects of it. Um, if you drink saltine cracker, which is why a lot of bars have pretzels, because it's a great segue. Uh, but if you eat something salty that's drying, every beer is going to be significantly better than if you had not had that salty drying effect right beforehand. Uh, best way that we found if we really want to try a beer what does this beer taste like is is i get the hose and i squirt them in the mouth <laughs> with the fire hose completely across the room until they hit the wall and then i know at that point their palate has been cleansed okay and they are now ready to drink we, we do that try, we, so. we do that to monday just as kind of hazing but that's not i mean there's right. no science behind that <laughs> <laughs> that was just for fun that day i mean <laughs> Uh, but no, it was like a typical <laughs> Monday. Uh, the, no, the, the the best way they say is to, to virgin palate, meaning you've not had any other beer, and and take a good strong whiff of coffee beans right before, because it really clears your your nasal palate, and then when you taste a beer, you're you're no longer have the various imperfections of whatever you had to eat some hours before. Is it, is it better if you sniff the coffee beans that have been crapped out by those weasels? Or does it really matter? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't a game, Mike. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. This is seriousness? Oh, all, right, all, right. all right. Let me change back. All right. uh, no, but, but seriously, that's, that's, what, that's what science says. That's what science says. So, uh, science has also said that beer judges and people who uh, who are doing tastings after three, three beverages? Your ability to objectify any beverage is gone. I objectify heck. a lot of things after three beverages. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Oh well. Sorry, Monday. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, so keep that in mind for for bottle shares. Uh, the first three. Most important three. So pick your. You just don't save that favorite and bottle that you had in your basement for the last ten years for the last event of the night. And that's Bring why that we only have three, three bottles coming out for the anniversary, right? Because you can only get through three. Nothing so to we do were, with. The, right. It has nothing to do with anything else. The pr production limitations. Right, right, right. It's really it has nothing to do with that. By the time just, you it, drink your first two bottles. It has to do with bottles. the scientific tasting that yes. Justin has just explained to all of us. So <laughs> remember, there's a reason behind everything. So. Doctors, man. So I'll tell you. <laughs> Throwing it out there. This, what are things uh, you're talking about, like clearing your your uh, sinus or not sinus, but clearing your nasal passageway? You know, when, before you take a drink, just breathe in the beer. Always do that. Always yeah. smell your beer before you take a drink. I think that's I breathe why in, like, people do nose that. Nose and mouth. A lot of no, a lot of beer people don't know how to do that. It's it's it makes a huge difference. Yeah, that is really good. And I feel like, I mean, we're only halfway through the second segment, uh, and there's other bottles that's going to be coming out. I feel like by the fourth segment, we might be at that point that you're talking about, where <laughs> we might not be tasting the beers as properly as, you know, our brain thinks it is. I mean, that's really why we brought Monday. It was just a substitute after me and Mike are both passed out. <laughs> and so the fourth segment is all you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep, you can just start up. Hey, I'm James. 
James Monday, and this is Drink of Ages Radio. Oh, he's taking over your spot. Take too. over the whole, yeah, exactly. the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. It's a one man, yeah, one man show. So will my family find me? Like, what was so bad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Use that multiple personality disorder thing you have going on. It'll finally come into, uh, you know, it'll be an advantage this time now. So. Now that beer is really, really tasty. That that. That is exactly how you know, it, it turned. Like, tastes like what you want it to taste like. Like I said, strawberry cheesecake, and that, that's what we always go for. It, it, what, I think I've said this before. One of the biggest pet peeves of ours was a beer that's called something and tastes nothing like said beer. You're going to make a beer, you're going to say this tastes like s'mores, and it tastes nothing like s'mores. That always drove me crazy. So. Well, that's what, I don't understand why people they, they they'll. Just even they're like, hey, we're gonna make a pale ale, and then it tastes like a porter. Why not just call it a porter then? <laughs> Why put it out there as, as something? Well, it's funny you say that. When we started this company, that was the, like, yeah, we're gonna name the beers based off what they taste like, and and you can do that to some extent. But when you l- realize that you're gonna produce a beer, and it takes you two and a half weeks to produce a beer, but you're gonna get some variety of label approval on that beer that takes three weeks, you have to have a good idea what that's going to taste like before you actually even brew it, uh, down to the ABV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a reason most breweries do the same base beers uh, and one seasonal that they keep bringing back because they've done it a million times. Uh, it's, it's quite challenging. to. Well, for ch- challenging for sure, especially with a brewery that's made 300 beers. You know, and then, uh, I mean... How many of those beers did you put out in the market? 299 of them. It's <laughs> a lot of label approvals. <laughs> well, you don't actually actually have label proof for all. Well, of I guess just well, for cans for the, and, uh, that you that you did distro on yeah. that, to get label approval. Yeah. I mean, uh, how many uh, beers uh, you uh, guys definitely, have? Definitely, definitely a minority what of those. Do, I was going to say, what do we have? Like uh, six, seven a month. Um, so overall, we've got maybe label approval for about 30, I think, right? Yeah. Somewhere around there. We're pushing 40, but is it okay? Rock Mike, we're pushing 40. No, well, I'm over that boundary. I mean, I've <laughs> stepped over that line a while ago. So, I mean, you can't, I mean, you might have a year that you could give that one a, a take, but no, I'm, I'm a couple in. So, I mean, nah. uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely one of the one of the factors, and it's not easy. You, know, you got to get lab analysis, TABC, and send everything, and it's it's definitely a interesting faucet that you don't think about when you're a home brewer going, hey, I want to open a brewery. Yeah. Sorry, man. <clears throat> eyeballing some cars out there, driving around suspiciously. You know, being in, being in Houston, you know, when you see like a little four-door sedan pull up with really dark windows and start to back up and then start to go forward again, it's like, man, we're the baseball bats, guys. It's time to go uh, put a stop to this criminal activity. That's not too. That's that's not too bad. I grew up in Philadelphia, and uh, the first time I got held at gunpoint, I was five years old. So, uh, Houston has been much nicer to me. Probably the people didn't get tickets earlier, and they're <laughs> tracking us down. Oh, they're coming to you. They're coming to track us down already. <laughs> Herd ingenious is over at Drink of Ages. We're gonna get some tickets, one way or the other. They're like, oh wait, they're tasting those beers already. I'll get my bottles now. So. <laughs> All right, well. Let's, uh, we let's, want demand. I don't know if we want demand that bad that they're going to come beat us up. Yeah, you know? we demand an yeah. ass whooping. It's like, no, oh, hold on, time out. We're just making beer. We're just making beer. 
It's one of the comments on the on the the big the thread today. Yeah, thread today where people uh, were complaining. Uh, one of the comments was like, "Is the owner going to be there that day?" I don't know what to say. No. You're the you're the owner. No, no one knows me. No one knows me. It's the greatest. I just James the owner. Monday. Yeah, yeah, we'll send him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have a new shirt, by the way, coming <laughs> for for the anniversary party. Yes. That's it. <laughs> I am the owner. Yes, That's what we're going to make him wear. Yep. It's like uh, Saddam Hussein had a clone doubles. We're going to get in doubles out there and just to there take it is. heat. <laughs> I'm the PR guy. <laughs> yeah, that should, it should work out well. Let's uh, take a break, get some more beers, and get back to talk more with Ingenious Brewing. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show. about opening up a bar, a brewery, or if you have either one, you need to contact my friend Brian Kircher over at Draftsmiths of Texas. He takes care of all the beer lines at Drink of Ages, which makes it, you know, when breweries come in, they, they try their beer on tap. It tastes as good as it does the brewery. He can install your system, maintain it, glycol, do the whole thing. Give him a call at 713-647-1100 or just look him up online, dstexas.com, and man, let him take care of your beer lines. Wild West Brewfest is happening again next month, April 26th and 27th. And this is the number one beer fest in North America, three years running. And if you, if you haven't been out there, then you need to come find out why. They have an amazing selection of beer, entertainment, and just a lot of fun stuff happening. Cool thing this year is there's going to be a wine grotto. So, you know, if you want to drink some wine, you can do that. The launch party, which happens on April 26th, if you can make it out there, get a hotel. You can stay right there where the festival is happening. Spend the night, go to the launch party, then go enjoy all the fun on Saturday, the big beer fest. And then there's an after party with Bart Crow playing. The high octane zone is, man, nothing but good high ABV beers, and there's so much more going on. 100% of net profits from this festival are given away to local charities, and so far, over $700,000 have been donated. And so far, over $700,000 have been donated. So check out Wild West Brew Fest and, uh, man, look them up online and get your tickets. Our friends out in Katy, Texas, over at No Label Brewing, have a new beer out for you to try. It is Passion for Humanity. This is a Berliner Weiss with passion fruit, 3.6% ABV. So this is one that you can sit back and drink on all day long. Known as real champagne of beers, this Weed Ale features a deliciously tart and fruity flavor with an effervescent and crisp palate and a cracker sweet finish. The addition of the passion fruit mimics the old tradition of adding fruit syrup to a serve pint, giving the pleasantly juicy aroma and taste the perfect complement the base style. Dangerously drinkable. Go get you a six-pack or find it on tap. Passion for humanity from No Label Brew. Mondays on the mic now, so 
might Watch hear it. instead of hearing a little background Monday, you're gonna hear a little more. And man, wait, Mike's here, Justin's here, Ingenious Brewing from the beautiful Humble, Texas. Just you know, honestly, from downtown, less than 20 minutes to get up there to the brewery. Uh, don't even talk about that, dude. Gave us the worst ride today. Oh my god, my thing made me take like 90 <laughs> different ways, and I'm going, where am I going? I was on every access road under the sun. I'm like, good god, I, like. I, I have really, I've never approached this pub in the direction that we came in. I was like, I, I, it was literally like, I didn't know where I was. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, there's the pub. Here I it mean, is. Yeah, I was like, holy crap. That's one of the things, like, using Waze. I use Waze a lot. Yeah, there you go. It's just, it's just like, all right, <laughs> well, how do I need, how do I, how should I go? But mainly because on the freeways, it tells you where the cops are. Well, it was much, yeah, I know, but it was much smarter than me this time. Anytime there, where there was like the red zone where it was like really, really heavy traffic. So that's why it had me getting off and doing all these weird things. I was very aggravated over it, but uh, let me tell you, it actually got me here faster. So uh, I've forgiven it. I, I, I've, I've absolved it from it since. You've so. just, everyone on the who's listening just experienced a day in the world of Mike. He was <laughs> so angry real quick. <laughs> oh, and no. then and all of a sudden sure he's like, you know what? It worked out better. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, hey, I recovered. I didn't beat anybody up or anything. I mean, you this know? time. Not well. This time, that's that's correct. There's a lot of baggage of grain out there. I've had it taken a beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I normally I don't hit people. I usually hit inanimate objects. You know, when I when I get aggravated. So I mean, I just kind of learned that inanimate objects will actually break your hand. Well, no, grain is grain is fantastic. It's fantastic for that stuff. It makes so, sense. Yeah, it's like know, a he's, he's, bag. he's from Philly. Rocky. Rocky. I mean, I, I've, been, I've been asking him for years. Hey, I need a slab of beef to get into the cooler so Let's I can start cooler, working man. it over, work, like work for like bag. Rocky one. You know what I mean? To really get to my groove. So, but it, and he's the, just—he's been against it and all this FDA stuff. They won't let us have food and with the beer. I mean, I, I, I don't know say, what's going man, on. Then a steak night, but just you already tenderize the meat. That's what I mean. And then we could just throw it out as, like, brisket or something. That would be fantastic, you know? It's not considered dry age when you're beating the crap out of it. <laughs> it's a whole different time. Well, it's a new category. We're going to make a new category of meat, okay? Very well tender. I just wonder, I just wonder like, at one point when they're writing the movie for Rocky, it goes, hey, guys, I've got a great idea. <laughs> We're going to go in and We're gonna go punch cooler. a bunch of dead cattle. Yeah, and they're like, oh, America's gonna love it, and they absolutely did. That's yeah. Yeah. I just assume that's how Philadelphia was, Mike. It actually, it kind of was. So the, the the last segment we were talking about, where I got held up when I was like five years old, that was at a delicatessen, and I remember going in the delicatessen around the back. For, for everyone else in Texas, that's a deli. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, delicatessen odor is one of the like four body odors that are out there. It mainly smells like onions and deli meats. Okay, so if somebody has that body odor, that's one of the body odor smells. You need to know that guy. Right, right. He makes a good sandwich. Right. Well, he may, or, or, or there could be other reasons for that. Okay, we, we won't delve into that. But I remember the place around the corner from me growing up. So five years old, I'm going in getting cigarettes for my dad. So that tells you how old I am since you can't get cigarettes <laughs> unless you're 18 years old. So I was doing that, and then uh, around the back in the, in the garage, they had hunks. They, they had cows hanging back there, and so I can remember as a kid because Rocky came out in what like '76 ish, which is like that's circa my year right there. That's right up my alley. 
he was like, hey, do you want to beat up the chaos back here? I can completely remember that. So, so I was right. That's what normal thing in Philly. That was a normal in thing Philly. in Philly. Right. So, so how many, Fact, how many times just, were you... Just an aside. Where you held up at gunpoint. What's that? How many other times were you held up? Three total in my life. <laughs> Three total. So, one, uh, that, was, that was at five. Franklin Mills Mall, which was in the northeast portion of Philadelphia when I was about 12-ish. And then when I was 17 at a high school carnival was another time. It was kind of like what we were talking about up here, where they were, you know, going back and forth in a dark car. But we were, we, uh, don't let anybody know, we were underage drinking at the time, so we were pretty drunk, and we thought we were tough. And then they came out of the car with guns, and then all of a sudden everybody lost their heavy coats in the middle of, it was, it was late spring. <laughs> so I, if you remember starter jackets, they all got stolen from everyone and anybody that had any money, too. So that, that, that's what had occurred at that point. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, an educa- it's a different education, so. It, yeah, I mean, we were actually talking about this the other day that um, how many people were robbed of their starter jackets <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> it's like, it like starter jackets. They, they really weren't that. I mean, I guess it was a time and place for them, but but for people getting shot over starter jackets. Yeah, yeah. I have a question. What the f- is a starter jacket? <laughs> oh, so Monday. Uh, now, now we know why Monday didn't have a microphone. Oh. These youngsters, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your Jordans and your starter jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sneakers. That, that yeah. Oh, wait. Or, or we, a, everybody a, calls them tennis shoes down here. It was a puffy jacket with a football sports team. Yeah, it was a sports-related team. On yeah. it. Either, yeah, football or basketball. A lot of basketball ones. Yeah. Maybe down college south. basketball. My, Tons my, of football. Up. So did you have one? I had a lot of college football, too. Uh, yeah, I had one. I had a Notre Dame one. They were the, the swishy, so you can go, wicka, 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 wicka. You know, you could scratch the side. They were big and puffy. My brother yeah. still has okay. his Warren Moon time. starter jacket. Oh. Big Warren Moon across the back. Like they had a, yeah, the they had a individual yeah. player yeah. starter jacket. Yeah, it was that's a player a whole, starter jacket. That's a whole jacket. new world oh, yeah. of starter yeah. It's pretty slick. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get like a time period? Of early 90s. Circa yeah. early, yeah. I was going to say early 90s. Early yeah. 90s. Yeah, I would think it was early 90s. Monday was wearing starter diapers. Yes, yes, he was. <laughs> there are some shows that I feel like I segue into. Like, I, I, we, we get back into flow a lot easier than this one. And so let's just go ahead and start talking about beer for the anniversary party. All right. <laughs> so, uh, no, I mean, I went to, only been to Pennsylvania once. And we stayed, I stayed in Lancaster, which was a cool little town. Lancaster. For Lan- Lancaster. Yeah. And what, what's the, uh, uh, there's a lot of weird ways that they pronounce stuff up north. I don't know if you guys know that. But so you know that we're, you gonna, know we're about to that waste county, eight more seconds talking about along, how weird Yeah, that county on one road has Blue Ball, Pennsylvania? Purgatory? No, that's not it. Blue, Blue Ball, PA, uh, Bird in Hand, and Gap, all on the same road within <laughs> like 10 miles of each other, right? In Lancaster. I don't look at me. No, I know. I, I, uh, I specifically remember that. Are you talking about the town that's on fire still up there, too? A good segue back into delicious beer. And speaking, oh, okay. So okay. We're, and we're speaking drinking, of beers. We're drinking a second bottle that will be available. Yes. This is the Double Barrel Cookies and Cream Imperial Stout. So this was a, 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 a Russian Imperial Stout that was aged... In Col- Strand- uh, 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 rhymes with Branham barrels and Colorado rye whiskey barrels uh, blended together with cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and bits of 
again, I feel obligated to say generic brand cookies and cream cookies, but it was Oreos. <laughs> I mean, was, they're on sale. And so that's how this beer became a thing, and it's 12.5% ABV and extremely proud of it. I think it came out incredible. Yeah. Um, John was drinking some. Mike, Mundy. It, it tastes like it tastes like the cookie, without the the cream. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. So you get that that chocolate. You get you get the you get a little barrel in there, and just like the last one, a little too easy to drink for the twelve point five percent ABV. Yeah, yeah. That's we get. That's uh, a common, I guess, common complaint. The beer is too easy drinking, and now we can't drive home and have to get an Uber and then the car just sit there. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It happens. That's the safe way to do it, folks. That's safe it. way to do it. Yeah. Beer for the event. Let's talk about briefly about that. Yes. So, if you're coming to this event, um, we're going to have 28, probably 30 beers on tap. We're still working out the logistics of our expansion tap system. But uh, six barrel-aged Variants, imperial stout variants. We're going to have six pastry stouts of other varieties. We're going to have six variants of fruited Berliners, including a couple with our friends up at Turning Point. That's what I was going to say. We have fruit with friends coming out, right? Yeah. So. We're going to have four Froyos, at least four New England IPAs, um, and then a handful of other various cool things what we won't have a lot of is lagers pilsners colches so we do have a california common we, oh, we have we? a california common yeah we yeah, do have yeah. that. that's i mean it's it's a spoiler it's 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 a very good california common we got people coming in loving it but if you're coming for the california common there's a lot of other breweries exactly, you probably should be checking out yeah yeah what, what you want to be known for which is, which is funny. That's that's what the brewer drinks most of the time. <laughs> we really brew that for Mike. I mean, we, that's the only reason I make it is because I drink it. But yeah, I mean, that style of beer is definitely lighter, easier drinking, yeah. but with a lot of flavor, a lot of roastiness, and uh, just still just a good, nice beer. Like fruity beer, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a good beer. Yeah. It's just yeah. not... I mean, Anchor Steam was one of the first ones right, that I think right. everybody... Uh, they're ones, yeah, they're yeah, uh, an inventor. And then I can't think of another one. <laughs> Ingenious. 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 Common Highest denominator. Rate. There we go. Yeah. That's the other one. So let's Man. take a break and get some more beers, and we'll kind of go through that list again in the okay. last segment and kind of break it down and figure out, you know, if I was going to be there, if I could be there, but it sold out, the, like, what... Which ones I would go for during that during that time that I, that you know can't get tickets for because it's sold out. John, we'll give you Monday's ticket. Don't worry. I oh, appreciate that. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> that that went from you guys went from two stars to five stars. Drink of Ages. Be right back.
favorite go-to beers that's out there is going to be Spindletop Brewery's Hop Gusher IPA. This 6.5% West Coast-style IPA is very bright, citrusy, still very hop-forward beer, but finishes super clean. And not only that, you can find it in six-pack stores all over the place. And you can get some at your favorite bars, light drink of ages. Come in and grab a pint. So if you haven't had it in a while, go ahead and grab another six-pack of Hop Gusher IPA from Spindletop and give it a try. The 10th annual H-Town Chili Throwdown is happening March 9th over at Onion Creek Cafe there in the Heights. It's a badass event, man. You definitely don't want to miss it. What it does is you get a bunch of restaurants, breweries, and distilleries all trying to make the best chili they possibly can. And you get to walk around and sample it and drink a lot of great beers. So March 9th over at Onion Creek Cafe, go join them, man. 10th annual H-Town Chili Throwdown. We are back. Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5. Live right now at Drink of Ages Pub. So if you're in the area, man, stop by. Stop by over here in Montrose. 1005 Wall Drive. Uh, I think, man, I think we're the highest rated beer bar in the whole area. You should be. You know that? I would give you a five point. Got a beer? We got this weird picture of Brock up there. No, anniversary party. There's a bunch of beers that's going to be there. We've gone through, man, was it Which three is, bottles? Yeah, the three barrel-aged three uh, barrel variants aged. that we'll this, have. This, a well, this is the third. We haven't talked about this one yet, although we're drinking it. This is the rye barrel-aged PB Oreo. PB stands for peanut butter. P- peanut butter Oreo. Uh, this one was so good, we got ballsy enough to use the Oreo trademark. Probably going to get a CND, but it was good enough to describe it that way. Um, Colorado rye whiskey, barrel aged Russian Imperial Stout, vanilla beans, cacao nibs, Oreo brand cookie pieces, and we use peanut flour. It's, we find it's the best way to get the peanut flavor without getting right. the other stuff that affects head retention. And it, it comes out a nice, I, I mean. Again, this was, I yeah, told this you was we we don't we don't much. we don't name a beer if it doesn't taste like that, and this tastes like a rye barrel aged peanut butter Oreo cookie. At least. <laughs> that's what we think. Maybe John has a different opinion. This last beer that we're drinking, he's he's drinking. Oh, sorry, it's, uh, gone. it's gone. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember. That's. <laughs> 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 It was good, people. It was really, <laughs> really good. Uh, I know the last one. I the last one, uh, the Oreos. I could taste. Um, was that? Yeah, the last one was Oreos. Yes, that's yeah. correct. But yeah, this yeah, one, yeah. you know, obviously the peanut butter shine. Peanut this butter one a little bit more. So this one, the peanut butter definitely. Well, that's why it's, you smell more peanut butter, and you definitely get a little smoother than the last one. But it's still what twelve and a half percent. Uh, also twelve and a half, yes, mm-hmm. that's correct. Yeah, perfect way to uh, uh, wrap up the show with three twelve and a half percent beers. Of course, <laughs> start it and wrap it up. All but you know, in way. between, we're drinking some of the was it CB eight hundred? Yeah, CB eight hundred. And so you know, another nice, delicious, hazy IPA you guys put out there. Yeah, A lot of tangerines. All citrus yeah. hop. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. 
Looking forward to the anniversary party. Yeah, so we're going to have a... What other stuff? We're going to have on there... What sours? Do you remember what sours we're going to put on over there? We're going to have six sours. One of them is going to be our brand new sour, which we're releasing in cans on March 20th. This is a collaboration with Turning Point. Uh, We call it Fruit with Friends. Uh, It's a... It's a sour... So it's a tart Berliner that we put... uh, Jesus, I'm trying to think of the way. It was $3,000 in... Fruit ex- uh, yeah, I was showing these guys purees. the pictures, which I can't tell you, but there were 55-gallon drums of fruit that we were putting into a 10-barrel batch. So it was three 55-gallon drums of blackberry, boysenberry. The hardest part was just to get the volume it takes in the fermenter. Yeah, it, to take, you to got, take some of that stuff up. It's challenging. So, uh, so we brewed that with Turning Point. Um, total fruit, bomb, uh, a unique aspect of this other than some of the other fruit beers we did this has lactose in it uh we have not done a fruited berliner with lactose in it yeah no soup a lot of sours a lot of cool kids are if you look around the nation uh who are doing some really cool stuff um so that definitely changes the whole profile it's gonna give a little bit more mouthfeel and a um, little more residual sweetness because we put some of the I mean we put the fruit in to ferment out in the in the fermenter a bit more too so we weren't expecting a lot of the sweetness from the fruit this time we're trying to that's why we put a little bit of the lactose in there to try and get a little more sweetness out that way from it so so, so that one will be available on cans on the 20th it'll be on tap on the 23rd at our anniversary party uh, we're gonna have a variant of that as well um, we're going to have at least four Smarties, Smarties being our, our traditional Berliner without the lactose. Um, Imperial Bo- Berliner, I'd say. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. 6.5%. It's not technically a Berliner, so at 6.5%, but yeah. Um, so it'll be, if you only like sours, you're going to have at least six beers to drink. If you only like Imperial Stouts, you're going to have six plus beers to drink. If you only like IPAs, you're going to have eight, nine beers to drink. So it's going to be something for everyone. Uh, who, if you only like Kolsch's, you know, maybe not. <laughs> not this time, not for That's us. That's a really good ice You know water. your lanes. Know your lanes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. There's going to there's gonna be someone who needs a ride, and you're going to be the person. <laughs> the designated driver. Well, that's, uh, that's going to be a whole lot of beer to drink that day. And so, like you're saying, man, uh, best Uber, because... Parking over there is never really that bad, but for an anniversary party that you sell out, it's going to be just just suggest Ubering there because there's going to be a lot of high ABB beers, right? And you want to try all of them. Yeah, we're in that weird situation where parking is usually pretty reasonable, but that's reasonable when there's 50 people there, not when there's 170 people there. So it's going to be yeah, this uh, will you got to keep that in mind. Sort of an experience too. So yeah, if you can Uber on over and Uber on home. So and that's a safe way to do it. What kind of food are you guys going to have out there? So our good, good friends at Gastrocraft, a uh, very popular food truck, pop-up kitchen type folk who uh, makes did great our, pastrami, makes great lots of things, who did our opening, grand opening party. Um, they've been silent in the last few months, but not because they haven't been cooking badass food, but because... They have been building a standalone food truck, and they've been they've been working extremely hard on it, and it's very very close to opening. 
Um, we're going to have them out quite frequently, but they're coming back out for our anniversary party, bringing, bringing the heat. They're going to bring some good, good food. It's included with the price of the mission ticket. Um, not going to be disappointing, I promise you that. Yeah. Yeah. The Dennis and the gang, man, do a bang-up job. Yeah. I'm hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> it's like everybody got silent. They were all just sitting like bobbing our head going, man, I wish I had some of that right now. It is good. Uh, can release March 20th, so be on the lookout for that. Yep. And then the anniversary party happening on the 23rd. Yep. Uh, one-year anniversary. Congratulations, fellas. That is, uh, I've seen like the growth because you guys came here even before you were open. This is true. For uh, just a little free beer, brought two yeah. kegs, and the line was all the way outside down to Payway. Yeah, just where people come to try the beers. So it's, it's been amazing watching what you guys have done, and uh, even better drinking the beers that you guys have made. So. Awesome. We appreciate the help too, John. Man, we really do. So. Yeah. If you. Uh, did not get a ticket and are, are sad. We empathize with that. But the good news is we have another event in April. Uh, we, as you might know, uh, did a series around the Infinity Stones and have an entire series dedicated to that that will be revisited in April with an entire event with cans, drafts, and glassware release. Those tickets will be announced soon. Well, I will say this. If you didn't get tickets, be happy for for the brewery. Be supportive of the brewery. Don't be angry. Be just the fact that uh, there's something local that is selling out like they are. Then be supportive of that and actually be yeah, it's like this is a city that we live in and we have breweries that are doing some killer stuff like Ingenious. So don't be mad, and man, hope you get involved with the when April comes around for that one. Cheers! Cheers! Yeah, All cheers. right. Now, appreciate you guys coming and hanging out. Ingenious Brewing up there in Noble, not too far from downtown Houston. Amazing tap room, air conditioned, just nice. You know, go out there, check them out. You don't have to go to the anniversary party. Go like a few days after. You know, and just, if you didn't get tickets, just go out there and hang out, enjoy some of the beers. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. We got to wrap up the show. Listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, and all kind of other places out there. And man, don't forget about the Wild West Brew Fest that's happening April 29th. And uh, man, really don't want to miss the launch party the night before, but. If you ever want to spend a good weekend in Katy, this is the weekend to do it at the Wild West Brew Fest. And everybody out there, be safe. Go Rockets. Talk to everybody next week.